book is good about. Her second book was it was to like bring you closer and be like. And I was talking to my mom about it. And a bottle feed. Are you in your heart? Every time I'm like, oh my gosh. Girl, welcome to Coffee Confessions. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to another week of coffee. Guys, a year ago was to this week was chaotic and upsetting and it completely rattled our community mm-hmm. and it was a time that we felt really called to speak solely to the military spouse community um a year ago this week we pulled out of afghanistan and i think we all can remember how heartbreaking and gut-wrenching and just like terrible that week was especially as we're all sending our kids back to school and we're trying to get a, like a rain back on our routine this just shattered our community and yeah we were sitting in church and our pastor started speaking on a book in the bible from nehemiah or the book of nehemiah and in that passage there is a scripture that says um and he wept for them he wept for those people and I was sitting in church and all I could think about was, wow, like I, this reminds me so much of last year when this Afghanistan stuff happened. And regardless if you saw it on social media or not, I can assure you that everybody in the military community was weeping for each other one way or another, whether that was you were sending your spouse off to Afghanistan, not knowing what was going on whether you were weeping for the families who lost service members uh, this week, um, or if you were weeping with your spouse who has scars from war that they felt were um, inadequate because of what was happening, um, we all wept together one way or another. And when I heard him speak of that book, all I could think about was we have to talk about this on coffee because that's what we were doing. That's literally what our community was doing together. We were weeping for one another. And, you know, we had friends at Bragg texting us, so-and-so's, you know, on standby and he's packing his bags right now. What do I do? What do I do? And we didn't, we didn't have the right words in that moment. All we could do was cry with him. And literally like we were crying, watching the news, crying. It was gut-wrenching to watch. And then, you know, the service members losing their lives and, and now there's things coming out, um, in the news or, you know, saying, you know, if you've seen it, you've seen it. And that makes it, I think, even harder to rationalize what happened and and rationalize losing those service members. And it was such, such, such a dark time, such a dark time last year. It was like a full circle moment while we were sitting in church because, you know, he said, um, this week while you're looking through your phone, like instead of just scrolling mindlessly, like scroll with intention to like stop and be like, how could I help? You know, a a mother is like hungry and can't meet her bills. Like, how could I help? How could I, you know, bring her a dinner or something like that? Like, um, to see how you could change something right for the better, um, or how like you, you know, would be moved to pray for them or, um, cry for them or care for them. And, you know, because it was a year ago, Facebook has this nifty little thing. Instagram does too, where it says, you know, here's your memories from last year around this time. And so even on coffee, it does the exact same thing. Um, and a lot of our memories are very sad. Like it was a very 
scary and dark time. Um, but I will say that's one of the my favorite things about the military community is to watch them rally together. When we lost the service members, it didn't matter if they were Marines, Army, Navy. It didn't matter what branch they were. Our whole community um, was hurting. Our whole community um, felt that load and that sadness and like the ache for those families um, because it just hits home differently it's like what if that was mine or you know what if that was my friend's husband like you said we had people um at brag you know like my husband's put on standby if your husband has never been put on standby and you've never like packed those bags for just in case it's not the you know oh I got the preparation for deployment yeah um was it I think it was we were at brag still and my husband um got put on standby for some world issue or another um and that was like a freaky time for me I don't go to like I am so like my heart is just so overwhelmed and so heavy because it's like, I'm sad for the what could be or what could happen. And to think like those what coulds did happen to those families. And so, um, you know, just that feeling like deployments and different things like that, you feel like, Oh, I'm so scared. I'm so scared for the worst that could happen. And then that did happen. And so, um, our community was hurting our, you know, our world was hurting really. Oh, I feel like everybody was kind of watching that unfold. Um, and like everybody had their opinion, but everybody felt so sad for like the lives in the midst of that. Um, you know, whether it was military or the civilians over there, um, it was just a scary, scary time. And our, even our husbands were very silent, which is very unusual for them. They were very like, if they like volunteer, we need you to know, like, we're out, we're gone, we're going like, if this, you know, like goes off, like we're going like this, it was a very like dark conversation. It was, yeah. And like, you know, my, my husband laid in bed after this happened and he, he cried. Like, I don't see my husband show much emotion very often, but this literally brought him to tears because he felt called to help, which like, the scripture literally lines up perfectly but he laid in bed and he wept and he felt called to help these people um over there and not even just service members but you know afghan allies that he helped um that were stuck there he was heartbroken and i think a lot of the time we get so caught up into like well how does this affect me how does this affect me and in that time we were like, listen, I know my spouse isn't going, but maybe yours is. And I'm here for you. Like, I might not know what to tell you because they're like Felicia was saying is in the day to day, we all know orders for de- deployment can come down and it almost feels routine. Like, you know, at some point you're going to go on a field problem, you know, at some point they're going to go overseas. So it's kind of like, oh, okay, well, this is just part of the schedule. This is going to happen. But when your spouse is put on those standby orders, it's like, wait, this wasn't in the schedule this is, this is scary now. Like this is not that a deployment isn't scary, but it can have this like routine ish feel to it. Um, and then when it's like a standby, standby, like response, um, effort, it's kind of like, okay, wait, no, like shit has hit the fan and you're going into the storm. And that's scary. That's a scary feeling. So not to say that, you know, we don't feel sorrow when any of our friends, husbands come down on deployment orders, I feel like in the military community, we all know the likelihood of it's going to happen. Rapid deployments are something you can never, ever, ever prepare yourself for. Um, And especially like in that time, nothing on TV, 
was good news. It was just showing all of the bad and it's kind of like a fly to a, to a, to a light where you're just, or a moth to a flame where you're just like, I have to watch this. I have to know what's going on. Um, but at the same time, it's detriment, like it's detrimental to your mental health because your spouse is like packing bags and it was a very dark and scary time. And well, there's also the difference that, you know, when your spouse is going on deployment, um, especially to like a war zone, like an active war zone, um, it is scary, right? But when you think about it, you're like, I'm going to be here for my friend. Like, obviously, I'm going to pay for her, pray for her husband or her, you know, or his wife or whatever um, that is going, their sons, their daughters. But like, I'm here for my spouse. Um, not a lot of things happen, you know, and I'm going to knock on wood and nobody hate me for that. But like, my husband was deployed to an active war zone last year and he made it back. Um, you know, Cody's husband was deployed to an active war zone and he made it back. So those chances I would say like are higher versus when it's like a rapid deployment or like short notice, you know, it's like something is really, really wrong. Something is going really, really bad that you have to go right now. Like that's the difference. And it's like, I don't really know how to comfort my friend when I'm also worried for her spouse, you know, it's kind of like you're, if you're not the one, when I was the one watching my husband pack those bags for the just in case, I was freaking out, like trying to hold it together for my kids. Well, you know, like, okay, it's just maybe, it's just maybe, it's just maybe he's not been called. But every time that cell phone rang, oh, yeah. you can bet my heart was like tense. Like I held my breath and I was like, please, like, please do not be the call that we are not wanting. And um, so there is such a big difference when it comes to being like, you have time to prepare for this. And like me as a friend, I have time to kind of like, okay, I'm going to help my friend through here from this period to this period. You know, like I've got her back. I'm going to check on her, bring her dinners, play dates, whatever. Um, Versus like rapid. It's like, what, wait, what? Your husband left last night. Like I was asleep. I'm sorry. Like, do you need me? Um, Type of things, you know? And last year we shared um, when it started to happen that, um, and it was one of our bigger viral post um, that for a lot of people, it was just a headline. It was just a headline um, and it didn't affect them the way it like shook our community. And so when it started coming up, um, Cody and I were like, you know, how, how can we address it, but also be like, you know, like we're here for you. Yeah. Yeah, We're like thinking for you, you know, Um, it's very hard to kind of tread that line because we would never want to do anything that's like, you know, um, insulting or, um, what is the word I'm looking for? Like, you know, not memorable. Exploitative. Like we don't want, it, it was a hard time because it was like, how do we be here for our community? But also how do we address this on such a large platform without people being like, Oh, you're just using this for content or yeah. like that. And so I think hearing the message yesterday really solidified like my faith and what we're doing because to, to a lot of people, it might just seem like, oh, we're just we're just riding the coattails of the military to have like a, a social media niche. But no, like when I tell you that after Afghanistan happened last year, we felt a calling. And that's what yeah. our pastor talked about was like, find your calling, find what you're like, find what you feel that you are being called to. And Afghanistan happened and it was like, okay, this is where we feel called. And hearing that, that book in the Bible and having him like preach it so well, it really like made me feel like, okay, yeah. Have I felt silly over the years, maybe doing some coffee things? Sure. But also have I felt called 1 million percent? I felt like, you know, that, that Bible verse that says like, if not who, or if not me, then who, or, you know, then send me, like, I feel like that over the military community. Yeah, we can be silly. Yeah, we can be 
you know, satire and things like that. But at the end of the day, like Felicia and I, we are here for you regardless. Mm -hmm. If your husband gets rapid deployment orders, if your spouse passes away overseas or at home, if your spouse has scars of war, like we are here. We are going to be here. That's what coffee was made for. That's what we, you know, prioritize our content to be. We want to be an uplifting voice. And so when the Afghanistan stuff happened, like, I really feel like that's when God was like, this is where, this is who needs you. This is who your voice. This is who needs your experience. Speak to these people. They're hurting and they need your voice. And that might sound silly to you if you're not a believer, but if you're a believer, I feel like you know exactly where I'm Mm -hmm. coming from and where my heart's at in it. So to think like, oh, they just use military content to, uh, to like go viral and things like that. No, going viral is never like when we sit down and we write something, it's like, oh, this is going to go viral. No, that's not, that's not what our heart is looking for our heart is looking for that message that's like I read your post and I relate to this so much or I needed to hear this I needed to read this I needed to listen to that that's why we do coffee and that's why I feel like we were called because our hearts are so pure to the military community and like how much we care about every spouse whether you're 18 or 52 we don't care like you are our sisters and in Christ in the military community, like we are here for you. And I feel like watching Afghanistan happen really solidified that for us. Yeah, it does. And especially, I think he works in mysterious ways. We're obviously believers, but it's, you know, there'll be times where something will be put on my heart and I won't talk to Cody at all, like uh, for a week or something like that. And when we sit down to like, okay, we're going to do this. I'm like, this is on my heart. And she's like, no way. This was on my heart as well. Like, today and it's it's crazy it's like okay then that's what we need to speak on like that's what you know like it's not um you know people are like oh I want to go viral going viral is very scary people are mean in the world you know and we always make the you know joke that coffee's gonna say what you're scared to say or like you want to say but you don't want to but sometimes we're scared to say it too (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we are, but we still, we're still going to do it. We're still going to say, you know, not only for our community, but to help explain to others in the civilian community, like, this is what our community sees, and this is what they're going through. Um, This is what we're doing, you know, like, this is happening. This is not just a headline on the news. Like, these are realities for real families and, um, you know, teaching our children, like, you know, to stop and pay attention. Um, when we lost the 13 last year, we um, were intentional with educating our children. Um, and I know we catch a lot of flack because we don't say Marines or like Air Force or something like that. Um, but to a five-year-old, a soldier is all of the branches. So right. um, we sat down and we taught our children, like we're lighting, we lit candles um, to teach our children, um, you know, the guys talked to them. We sat and took a moment of silence. We said a prayer. Um, they said a prayer and it was very like, okay, like I know our hearts are in the right place. Um, you can call us dependas or you can call us, you know, like, Oh, you're just, you know, using your husband and all that. But at the end of the day, when you get messages, like, thank you so much. Like, I didn't know how to say this. You, you know, your episode, your post, your reel, your, all of this, like it's, it was like, for me, like I needed this, yeah. my head is, you know, underwater and I'm, you know, I just needed some kind of something. Um, that is, it's like a sign, you know, like, well, even too, like we used our platform to raise money for the fallen, like yeah. we sold t-shirts 
Uh, we sold thousands of t-shirts and or no, we sold hundreds of t-shirts and made thousands of dollars to, to donate to each service members, um, Oriole fund, their families go fund me. I think we ended up donating about $200, $250 to each family. Um, so you can say that like, Oh, you, you just used that their like sacrifice for content. Like, no, we, we honored their sacrifice. We, we found a way to be like, okay, how do we uh, help these families? Because that's what it like, like she said, like the pastor said, you know, instead of just reading the headline, pray, ask God, how to use you? How do you Mm -hmm. during this? And I wish we would have had this sermon last year, but I'm thankful that we have um, hearts connected to the Lord. And he was able to speak to us before we even heard this passage. I think that, the pastor just kind of solidified for us, like, okay, you're doing what you were called to do. Yeah. Um, and, you know, in that time we were just like, how do you want us to proceed Lord? How do you, how do we use coffee confessions to benefit our community? And, and, and the answer was simple. Speak to the military spouses, like be yeah. there for the spouses, build a community for the spouses. Because I can tell you when we started coffee, it was a lot of motherhood and marriage and we sprinkled in military because we got a lot of kickback for it. We got called rude names and we got, you know, Oh, my husband would never let me do that. Or my, I would never let my wife speak on my military, um, plat- like on a platform about my service. And you know what? Now our spouses are like, Hey, does so-and-so need your book? How can I get it to them? Hey, yeah. you know, and things like that. So it's like, yeah. So it's mm-hmm. like, you know, we use, our platform not to go viral not to make money not to have like an ample amount of likes and stuff like that no we use it to make sure we're communicating to the hearts that need to hear these words you know likely that it's unlikely that anybody saw um our posts from last year um speaking out for the families or uh, those people seeing them but you know, who did see them were the spouses whose husbands were packing their bags and getting ready to go. Um, the spouses who were struggling with their husbands having, you know, issues with what was happening. So regardless of if it, if the people that we wanted to see them saw them or not, like the people who needed to see them saw them. That's what matters, I think. Well, and it's definitely different when you're trying to Um, Like when you put it out there, for instance, when we put some of the posts last year with what was going on, we got a lot of hate. Well, oh, it's our government and it's our president and this and that and this and that. And I'm like, you know, in the time of like worry and need, I don't need you to tell me, oh, well, it was our president's choice. It doesn't matter whose choice it is. Like my husband's going, my friend's husband's going like this is a big ordeal. It's life changing for us, Um, you know, especially rapid deployments and things like that. So I think it was amazing to see like our community rally together and pull together um you know the people who we had a lot of um new followers and new friends and um, we built a lot of relationships during that time because it was just like i need somebody to connect with you know um a whole platform of military spouses took a whole day off of social media all of us um to pause and honor and to pause and to pray um and it's something that you wouldn't see circulating in the civilian side of things but when we got on our you know 
I have a personal Instagram, obviously. And so on that side of things, it wasn't near as much. But when I got onto coffee, that's all you saw. You saw pause, praying. Um, I'm here for you. Like, you know, let's take a moment of silence. Let's, um, how can I help you? And to see our community, I just got chills. Like <laughs> To see our community just like pull together in the darkest of times, it's amazing. And, um, you know, there's a lot of, you know, negative and stigmas against it but um it can truly be a beautiful thing when you get out of that like mindset of like oh you know oh it's the government oh like I'm not going to speak on my husband's career like I'm not speaking on my husband's career I'm speaking on the experience that it's brought me like how I'm not talking like oh I served 10 years along with my husband no but in those 10 years I've moved here and this is how it's affected me right in you know watching the news and seeing these things happen after a 10-year career for my spouse, this is how it affects me. And this is how I'm feeling. And I'm scared. And we shared a, um, what was it? Like a little, like a question box or whatever. Um, and like, hey, you know, how are you feeling? So many of those messages flooded our inbox with, I'm scared. I'm so scared. I'm so scared. And Cody and I were just like, like in that moment, like praying, like, how do we, how do we address it? Like, how do we help? How do we, you know, I'm scared too. And that was the best thing that you could say is just like, I'm scared too, but like, I'm here if you need me, you know, like I'm a shoulder to lean on. If you need me, I'll say a prayer for you. If you need me, like my may not be overseas right now, but I have felt that worry and that fear. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm here for you. Yeah. Yeah. There was definitely a lot of frustration, scaredness, uh, like we just didn't know what was happening and 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 in the moments where you knew that like, your spouse was safe from going then it kind of brought into like a frustration level and then you're like okay this is happening and I, we just endured like 20 years of this and so it was a yeah. lot of, like trying to like rationalize your feelings it was a really really weird time for your mental health because it was like I know he's safe but now I'm mad Well, also a guilty feeling, right? I felt guilty because like, I know my husband's heart was on the front line. Like my husband was like, I need to be there. Like volunteer, ask for volunteers and I'm, I'm going to be there. Like watching the news, like, okay, you know, I'm getting all of the info from this and this and this. And you know how the military is a lot of last minute things. So my husband was just like, I need to be ready at the drop of a hat. Like I, and I'm like, but you're not even on standby. Like, okay, but I need to be, if like they need a standby for the standby, I want to be on it. And you know, it's, that's hard on your marriage. Like, yeah. why would you say that? Why would you say like, you want to go? Like it's an Especially watching the news at the time where you're like, it's not safe. Like it's not yeah. safe. Like you're literally wanting to go over there where it's not safe. And so, yeah, as a spouse, that was a really weird time to just exist in because it's like, if he's not going, then he wants to go. And if you want, and then he's also probably, if he wants to go, then he's probably got some, you know, emotional baggage going on too. So it was, it was a really hard place to exist last year and then you throw in service members losing their life and then you're like now I feel guilty because my husband is home safe and you know and then also because I feel even more guilty because he's home safe and he wants to go and I want him to stay home but also at the time like I'm low-key proud of him because he wants to it was just a really hard emotion to navigate and it's something that I hope that I never have to navigate again because it was just it was a taxing week and, and our spouses were, were home safe, you know, and it was taxing. So imagine trying to be on the other end, uh, other side of the coin where spouses, husbands were leaving service members were dying and guys, we could just go on and on. It was such, if you lived it, then, you know, and I feel like 
a lot of people said like it felt like 9-11 all over again and I felt I feel that like I felt like a little bit of like a that trauma coming back from like watching 9-11 happen watching my stepdad gear up and leave and and that the kickoff of that war it kind of it felt like that all over again and it was, it was truly awesome. a mixing pot of emotions yeah. it truly was there was there's no way to explain it because then you know, if you weren't feeling guilty or sad or scared or um, there was anger, I was yeah. so mad that you would see so many of these people, um, you know, on the civilian side, like, do you not see what's going on right now? Yeah. Like, and you're, you're worried about what you're shopping at for at King Supers. Like, yeah. oh, there's a strawberry sale. Like that is not what's happening right now. Like that, who cares? Like, like giving their, like, a, we'll drop, like, are the, they were like, um, there was like a trend on TikTok where it was like, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah drop give me four red bulls and drop me in like no like that's not this is not a joke like there are people literally kissing their spouses goodbye when yeah. if they're coming home literally pregnant women riley mccollum's wife she's pregnant he didn't come home and yeah. you're here on tiktok talking about like give me a bang and drop me in no that's that's not okay that's not that's yeah. not okay to watch being in this community and watching those TikToks was so infuriating. Cause it's like, yeah. then go, then go, go sign the dotted line and go. But, but nobody won't. would, but <laughs> nobody would. And so, you know, Oh, I was going to join or like, Oh, it's this. And like I said, it was just, it was truly a mix of emotions. Yeah. So for whatever emotion you felt, we felt it too for, you know, every fear, for every worry, for every, um, you know, we try to record a podcast like 10 yeah. times and we would cry yeah. or it wouldn't work out. And it was just like, you know, every time you re-recorded it, you would still cry. And I was like, yeah. how is this happening? <laughs> you yeah. know, and it was just because your hearts are there. If something happens in our community, our hearts are there. So I want to share this post. Um, it's like a prayer that we shared um, during the midst of this. And then we're going to take a moment of silence. If you would, don't cut our podcast off yet. <laughs> yeah. Um, don't hang up after this, but just take a moment of silence and say a prayer. Say a prayer for all of the families that are um, going to be reminded of this. You know, the news is going to start sharing it. Um, you know, the um, whatever post that were posted last year, they're popping up in memories. And so I'm sure they're going to be reshared and, you know, circulating again and, Families have to see this, whether they see our posts, which are encouraging, or they see the posts that are, um, you know, discouraging, they're going to be reminded, you know, um, a year ago, I lost my, my, my loved one. And so um, this is not an easy time, you know, for those of, you know, our community who is, you know, oh, you know, um, it's a somber time, like for our community, you're just thinking like, like us, like, what do, what do we say? Like, we need to say yeah. something, but like, how do we say something like, you know, and so I'm going to share this and then we're just going to take a moment of um, silence. If you can pray over the families, even if you don't know their names, just pray. The Lord knows them. So, um, Milso, today we are praying for peace and for comfort to rest easy, knowing you're not going through this alone. We are praying for the strength to stand behind our soldiers who have gone or wanting to go. We are praying for his hand of protection. We are praying for our friends and our military community in a time of unknowns. Mel Spouse, today we are praying for you.
Well, that was our confession for this week. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us on social media to catch the latest. Hashtag spill the coffee.